The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zemanski, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Mary E. Knippel on the power of writing. You're also going to hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program, and today I'm going to focus on writing to boost your business with classical Feng Shui. First, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my guest today. Her na- name is Mary E. Knippel. She's a best-selling author, publisher at Authentic Grace Publishing, and an inspirational speaker. She's fiercely committed to guiding you to leverage your impact through writing because no one can tell your story but you. Mary invites you to take pen in hand to unleash your story worth writing. She empowers reluctant writers to build relationships on for their online presence to tell their story only you can tell. She's worked as a journalist for over 30 years and an avid journal keeper since the age of 11. Mary knows the enormous power of healing and capabilities of the written word. A two-time breast cancer survivor, she cites writing as an instrumental is instrumental in her recovery in her upcoming book, The Secret Artist. She's a co-author in Come Out of Hiding and Shine and the Write Nonfiction Now Guide to Creativity and Flow. So here's actually a shameless plug. I met Mary while co-authoring with her and other authors in the anthology Come Out Hiding and of Hiding and Shine, which is available at Amazon.com if you'd like to pick up a copy of that. Anyway, welcome to the show, Mary. Thank you, Kathleen. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, we're right before the day before Thanksgiving, so I am sure this program is going to help a lot of people maybe get started something over the weekend, especially if you're here in the U.S. celebrating that great holiday with us. So, But to get started, I would like um, to ask you, like I ask all of my other guests, um, have you had any experience or read anything or any knowledge about feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing? Um, feng shui and more about rearranging things and hanging um, chimes and that kind of thing and um, not anything with astrology and auspicious timing in the the way that you think about uh, synchronicity because I believe that things happen for a reason. So that would be my take on it. Right. Got it. Got it. So, you know, the, one of the main platforms of this program is to bring awareness and credibility to classical feng shui. There's many um, options out there, but this is the school of thought that I follow, and I've, I've studied many, many schools of thought, and this is the one that I resonate with and find the most results that I can get from my clients. So arranging furniture and things like that, yes, there is um, some 
semblance to that of what I do, but it's very specific of, of moving maybe a piece of furniture or like a heavy desk or an armoire or something like that on a specific date and time that matches up with the five elements of your astrology, the five elements of a day, and I, actually the five elements of a space. And that's why I um, follow very much the five element theory and then the auspicious timing. Um, yes, there is a synchronicity, but I do believe that it is all in alignment with the um, above things that I just mentioned of the five elements of person, space, and time. So thank you for that input. It's always interesting for me to hear people's perspective and what's out there and and just getting clarity about um, you know other people's thoughts. So thank you for that. So what's the big reason, Mary, why you do what you do? Well, everyone has some turning point in their life where they realize this is why I'm here. This, this is what I'm meant to do. And the first time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I couldn't get back into my normal fast enough. But three years later, I was diagnosed again. And that was my wake-up call. But I have to do more with my writing to empower other women, other reluctant writers to step into their story and own it and receive that wisdom because there's somebody waiting to hear your story. You don't know who you hear, you are here to impact. And that's think, what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's very true. I think people think a little bit smaller than they actually are because there, there is always somebody, no matter what your story is. That's That's very true. So, you know, with that said, do you think everyone does have a story to tell? Or to write? Oh, absolutely. Everyone has a story. So, like, what type of stories um, have you come across with some of the people that you've worked with? Well, for instance, when um, there was one gal that I was helping with her website about me page, and she wanted to list all of the places that she'd worked and the awards that she's gotten, which is great, mm-hmm. but... It's getting deeper about why you uh, you are doing what you're doing. And when I asked her about her first job, she wanted to go to the business. And I said, no, the very first job. And she said, well, I was a, I babysat. And I, I convinced my next-door neighbor to let me babysit her newborn. And she was 10. Oh, wow. And this gal is in sales. So that would have an impact on the people that she wanted to work with if they knew that this was part of her DNA. Right. So what would you say that, you know, the, the, probably the most convincing story that you worked with somebody, and, you know, it may be the, the, the woman that was the babysitter, but what is the one that was, like, the, the person themselves thought it was just a mundane story and nobody would really want to be interested or hear it, and then it, when you were able to help them bring that story out and, and put, you know, paper to pen, as you say, what, what, what was that story? Well, I had a gal who wanted to write about her son's autism and how she believed that all of the additives in the foods that we were eating was affecting all of these children being born with autism. And she wasn't sure how she was going to, that it was just going to be another memoir. And once we got it 
grouped together into a series of essays, and she was able to show how her personal story had universal appeal. She was able to go to a, a writing conference and talk to an independent publisher whose grandson is autistic. Mm. And right away, he could see the potential for this story. So right. Connecting on your personal level with what's going on in the world. Right. And I think probably being vulnerable enough to go out and, you know, you know, maybe you encouraged her to go to this writing conference or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it also has to land on, you know, the right ear. So her being able to take that story and, and own it and talk to to, you know, people at the conference that was. So did, did she end up writing her book or her story or, or an essay? What, what did she end up doing with that? Well, it's it's in process, but mm-hmm. it. It was a major step for her to share that with someone outside of her small circle that uh, was family and friends and go to a a professional, quote-unquote, to get their feedback. And when he asked her for pages, that was clarification for her and verification that her story had value. Now, not only has value, I mean, you know, with, you know, empirical data that she could put behind that, you know, their studies, I mean, that could, that could rock, you know, quite a bit of, you know, the, the food industry and the medical industry, if it really does take traction. So that's what, that's wonderful. I'm glad you got to work with somebody like that. So what do you tell someone who says they don't feel like a writer? I, I tell them that we all have something that we write. We, we write a note in a birthday card. We collect ideas for um, the recipes that we want to be carrying on with the family, and we write little notes. Um, we are recording our history and leaving a legacy in some form. And whether we feel that this is something that is going to be bound in, in uh, the library or if it's going to be in a notebook that we may or may not pass down to someone, we all have a story that's uniquely ours. Yeah, you know, I w- I listen to a lot of different um, news channels and podcasts, and one of them that I really like listening to is the Zig Ziglar show. I think they just renamed it. I can't remember what it is right now, but um, Tom Ziglar, his son, was talking about how his, his father always, you know, walked around with no he had notebooks all the time, and and I saw that you did that as well. That, but it, he was talking about how his father left all these markers. You know, he would write very prolifically in his, you know, day planner and notebooks and whatever. And one of the people that was on the show that day said, oh, you know, I never really thought about that. And that, you know, it was a way. He said, I think I'm going to leave better markers from this point forward versus, you know, barely legible chicken scratch that, you know, makes no rhyme or reason. And it's just maybe a, you know a to-do list or whatever, really just taking that extra moment just to flesh it out a little bit and, and leave your legacy in, in, in what you do in your life. That's, you know, a very interesting thing as well. So um, what's the relationship in between the message, you know, the relationship between someone's message and their story? Their core of their message is included in their story. Um, my 
focus is no one can tell your story but you because you are the one who tells it from the inside out. So when I am able to have someone's light bulb go off, it's like, oh, I do have a story. (laughs) That's what lights me up. Right, right. So do you ask, like, questions of people, you know, when you're working with them to help them, like, bring that story out? You know, because I'm sure there's people that come to you that feel that, uh, you know, this frustration of there there might be a story in there, but they just they just don't really even know how to even express it in words, let alone put it in writing words. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's, that's what really gets me going, too, is using my 30 years as a journalist. Uh, that's what I do is ask questions. And I don't have a script that I follow. I follow the story down to what every layer and that's why people have said over and over you ask really good questions because it mm. wasn't just oh yeah now I'm kicking off on my list um, one of my clients was a, a, she has a tailor shop and, I, and after talking to her I found out that her great great grandfather was a tailor in the Russian army and she never made the connection between this is her legacy until we were talking about her business Oh, that's amazing. Well, Mary, we're going to continue the story, but right now I want to thank my um, sponsor, Saddler Inc. Insurance. I personally have used Saddler for many years now. It's probably going on about 10 years, and I use it for my auto, home, health, workers' comp, my business insurance. They just cover everything for my personal and professional life. The staff at Saddler is dedicated to giving you the best coverage at the best price because you know what? It's not a matter if you're going to need insurance someday, it's when. So for real customer service with real people behind the phone, for all your insurance needs, check out my sponsor at www.saddlerinc.com. That's S-A-D-L-E-R-I-N-C.com for all of your insurance needs nationwide. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui and when we come back I'll continue the conversation with Mary E. Knipple on the power of writing. When it comes to business you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. 
Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today by Mary E. Knippel, and we're talking about the power of writing. And Mary's platform is you have a story inside you that only you can tell. So how does someone know if they have a story that really matters, that needs to be told? Well, I believe that we all have someone that's waiting to hear our story, and when we listen to that still small voice that's inside of us, it's like, this is why you're here. This is what you are meant to do. And that's part of your message. So sometimes people are so busy living life and making a living that they, they just ignore that still small voice. And that's why I encourage people to keep a journal that helps them get that voice to have more power and go from the unconscious, subconscious to your reality. Do you, I mean, this is, this is a question that, I mean, do you think everyone should do some type of journaling? Oh, yes. Um, everything that has happened to me personally and professionally started in my journal. I mean, and I've been keeping it since I was 11, so... In the beginning, it was, oh, who was cute on TV last night? But I still had to hide it from my brother because he wanted to read it. <laughs> but um, it, it was the basis for uh, what uh, I pulled out for my my book about my breast cancer. Um, I keep a separate area that, oh, that's a great idea for a blog. And um, sometimes I'll work out things that, I have a goal in mind, and and I'll keep a a separate area where I'm I'm asking questions about is this what I need to do right now, or or how do I break this up, or who else would be would benefit from knowing about this great idea. So it's having conversation on paper that you get a chance to work out things over a period of time and discover things about you that you might not know. Because you're having that conversation on paper, right? I never really thought about that as having a, asking yourself questions and having a conversation on paper. That's interesting. That's, that's an interesting perspective. So, um, what do you tell someone who feels like they're not even creative enough to write? You know, someone is just like, uh, you know, that's not my thing. You know, I, I just, <laughs> well, I'm not creative. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, when I, I hear somebody say that I I have all I can do not to reach out and grab them by the shoulders and say, everyone is creative in their own way. Um, That's true. For a long time, I, I didn't want to call myself an artist because I thought, I'm never going to have anything hanging in the Louvre. Well, how pretentious was that to think that I was going to have something hanging in the Louvre? But I could still have fun messing around with paint on canvas, and I could still have fun rearranging words, even though maybe I won't write the great American novel. Maybe I won't have something that is going to be, you know, 
listed in uh, as a journal that must be read. But there's there's something that pulls me to show up on the page, and there's something that I have great satisfaction when I've read something that I've written, and it moves me because you have to, the first reader you have to move is yourself. Because if you're not interested, why would anybody else be? So, but going back to, you know, if somebody's trying to start to write and they're, you know, and they're struggling with, you know, someone told me I should write, you know, I I mean, I've had this kind of like, but, you know, I've come to terms with, you know, my writing style is my writing style. And, you know, I like, you know, many of the things that I write, but then there's things, you know, that I don't. But I also paint and the same thing holds true on that. Not every piece of artwork that I paint is a masterpiece. (laughs) There's a lot of things that I've trashed, but it is, you know, there's always this attempt. So, you know, what, what can you tell someone who's still struggling with, well, I've tried it, I'm not creative. And so it's not for me. So I'm not going to do it. If there's something that they are being called to write, if someone says, you know, we, we need to have this report, you're going to produce it because it's, it's following um, the steps, the bullet points. So we, we all have something that we are good at and we can express our creativity in, in various ways. If there is someone who, who has a story that they're burning to tell, getting it out in a journal and just pouring it out on the page is them showing their creativity to the world because they put it on the paper. And if someone likes to bake, that's their creativity. If someone likes to garden, that's their creativity. So writing isn't the only way to express yourself. However, I believe that it is a very significant tool for all of us to take advantage of. I do too. Absolutely. So what what would you suggest an absolute beginner? Like, it's like, okay, I'm listening to Mary and, you know, I've heard it, you know, I don't know how many times I should, you know, start a blog or start something and, and start some writing. What would you tell an absolute beginner? Like, what would be their first step to get going? I, I would suggest that they decide, okay, just the way... If I was going to start an exercise routine, I would plan plan when I was going to show up at the gym and I would give myself, you know, three days a week to show up for an hour. So I would invite a new writer to get a notebook and a pen. Natalie Goldberg says a fast writing pen, but I like to use a fountain pen with purple ink, Mm -hmm. something that is fun for you. And decide you're going to do five minutes at a specific time and set the timer and write down the time of day and the date and, and describe where you're sitting because that grounds you in the moment. And you could ask a question. You go, what do I need to know right now? Or you could start with 
something that's really bugging me. Because if you ask yourself a question, then your subconscious is going to answer it and you won't have to think about what's coming next. And that's the other thing is you don't think about what's coming next. You just keep your hand moving for five minutes. Setting the timer, you don't look at the clock again until the timer goes off. And then for those, go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. And you're building, then, then you're building your writing muscle and you're creating a writing practice. Very cool. So um, I think those were great tips because I've done, you know, <laughs> like gratitude journals or, you know, other other type streams of consciousness and all these other things. And then I'm, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe after two weeks, I'm like, okay, I kind of forget that I'm supposed to be doing that because life gets in the way so, or something like that. So that's one one thing. But, you know, for someone who's just starting out, the five minutes that may even be daunting too even with that question it's like what would ha- what would you suggest to someone that um, you have written um, the time of day where you're sitting you know what you're doing if, or whatever location maybe if you're traveling if that be and then it's like um, what do I need to know right now and you just draw a blank what would you say for them to do and then I would say keep writing whatever comes up like, is this really necessary? I have nothing that I want to say. Um, I took a college class, and it was um, called free writing that he wanted us to do an exercise, and he said, if nothing comes up, then you keep writing, nothing is coming up. <laughs> but I guarantee that you won't do that very often, that there will be something that will pop up that will want to be answered. It's like you're not paying attention to X, Y, Z, because you keep pushing this down. And Very if five good. minutes is too long, back it up to a minute. Back it up. And, right. and the idea is that you're establishing this pattern and you're giving yourself permission to show up on the page and have that conversation. You know, it's, it's your secret avenue to have a, a trusted source that is listening to you, which is your your own your own essence that you're putting on on the paper. So that that's very good advice to um, start start your muscle memory and your brain memory and just getting into to the habit. Start with five. She guarantees there's a guarantee there that something will finally come up. So just just keep at it and just give yourself, um, you know, like a 30 day, 21 day challenge or something like that. So, you know, there's another thing that I remember when I first started writing. I didn't really feel that my grammatical skills were, you know, up to par to really publish anything or anything like that. So what would you suggest to somebody that that might be um, a little daunted about their grammar really isn't up to par? I, I would say to keep showing up at the page and transcribe things when you want to have someone help you with it. And that's what editors are for to get it into the shape that it needs to be to really have an impact on who you want to read it, you go ask for help. Yeah, and that's that's very true. That's, you know, I, I actually experienced that when I was in college. I had a 
professor tell me that she really liked my writing style it was like a critical thinking class or a creative I can't even remember which class it was but anyway it was back um, many years ago and she she had she had said to me just get your thoughts out because you have something to say and she said the exact same thing to me. That's what an editor is for. That's what a copywriter is for. So don't worry about your grammar because if that's stopping you, that would be a crying shame. So that that that's that was her advice as well. So glad that 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 still holds true today. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna go ahead. Did you have any uh, no, follow up thoughts? Yes. Okay, so we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about the power of writing, and we're going to start talking a little bit about the power of that in your business, and our our guest today is Mary E. Knippel. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five-elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Mary E. Knippel on the power of writing. So let's dive into um, this this angle a little bit. You know, how is arranging words significant in today's technology-driven society, which is a little bit different from what we were writing a few years back? Well, when you're talking about writing as far as writing a program, that that is a totally different language. And I've been married to a programmer for over 40 years, so I know what I'm speaking of. (laughs) But still, there's the arrangement of the words on the page to get your thoughts across. And if you're an entrepreneur in business and you're not taking advantage of having a blog, which is free advertising, you are not building a relationship with those who may be looking for you. 
So when we talk about writing and technology, there's a perfect match is that it's your relationship, your personality on paper that you're sharing with the world. And you're talking about your business, you're talking about your why, and you're also talking about who you are in the world. So I um, I always encourage people to blog. And the reason I am in two anthologies is because I said yes to writing a guest blog, and she turned the blogs into an anthology. Hmm. So it's a way for you to be out into the world. And, you know, and I would add on to that, for those of you out there who do not think that they're, you know, they're, you know, why would anybody need another blog about what you do? Because, you know, there's already, you know, millions out there or whatever. Just Google what you do and just see how many searches come up. And, you know, I think it's just kind of like, you know, when you think about, uh, let's use the, the, the example like you used before, the exercise program or a diet program. I mean, how many different ones are out there and how many new ones come out on any given day? So it's always somebody's new perspective on how to do something. And I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier, that everybody has their own perspective that resonates with so many people. Otherwise, why would people continue to search for new information on the web about what you do so I, I I absolutely agree with you about it's it's free advertising and who who knows where it will lead and in your case it led to being published yet again so that's really amazing what's the difference between someone's ordinary story um, you know when this this world full of incredible discoveries and you know there's heartbreaking sorrow stories but just being one person why does why does someone's story really matter I think because when it's personal when you can really connect one to one that has an impact on the entire world I think about oh what's that some commercial where there were hands across America. No, we're touching other lives. But if, if you touch the heart, first of all, person to person, you know that it's deep and real and authentic. So why is it especially important that one rewrites their stories and claims their voices to be seen and heard? Well, there are times where what our dreams were and what we are encouraged to pursue are not congruent. And we have to show up and claim the life that we want. And we have to rewrite our story. When I was growing up, I read Irma Bombeck and I just loved her stuff. I did too. She was the reason why I wanted to be a journalist. And I thought, I'm going to go to school to be a journalist. Well, I wasn't exceptionally smart. And the kids who were going to college were going to be doctors or nurses, at least teachers. And I I didn't think I wanted to do any of that. But I never gave up my dream. So when I got to be 30 and I could go to 
I could afford to send me to college. I did that. <laughs> I rewrote my story. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, she was a she was an incredible writer. Tell tell us a little bit about Irma Bombeck for those listening around the world that may not know her 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 angle. Well, she, she was, was just such a humorist. Oh my God, she was so funny. Yeah, she was a humorist, but she told about the stories that happened with her family. But everybody related because it's like, oh yeah, that that could happen around our household. It was everyday life. And those stories mattered because we could identify with them. And yeah. I, I've never sat behind a, a, you know, a anchor desk or reported from a war zone, but that's the kind of stories that I tell, real yeah. life stories. Yeah, you know, one of the one of the things that I remember reading as a younger woman when you know this first came out was when she was she was reaching you know maybe the end of her life too, and she was looking back. And one of the things she said is that and I'm paraphrasing here totally. I don't want to massacre her work, but um, she would clean less. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Amen, sister." <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. but anyway, yeah, she was she was incredible. Well, that's yeah. that's very interesting that you got her, your inspiration from her. It's been a long time since I've heard her name, so that's good that she's still being uh, remembered and revered today. So, what's the difference between writing for money though and personally like journaling for creative expression? Well, Writing for creative expression, you have more freedom and you certainly are less guarded about, well, how are people going to accept this? Because you're not opening it up to the world at large. However, I do believe that things can, the seed can be planted in your journal that is going to lead to bigger things. And when you are creating a product for your business or your free report for your business, you take into account, well, I'm sharing my expertise and I am giving value to potential clients and I want this to put me in a great light as well as showing the, the world at large that, yes, I know what I'm talking about, and here's something for you to use to help you in your life. So basically the difference is, is being an expert in what you do and believing that wholeheartedly because, you know, hopefully, you know, people that are writing from a, a place of expertise uh, really do have that that wisdom behind them. And then the journaling part of it is is really only for more your personal, although we did say that it, you know, there is some legacy that could happen there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's other things too that when you're, when you are writing, um, you, uh, you know, I know that, that, you know, like, for example, I have a weekly writing deadline, which is, you know, here we are right now during this, this segment, there's always a script for me to write. And so, uh, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm in the flow of it, but what would you tell someone who is facing writing deadlines and fear sets in, a writer's block sets in? Um, how do you well, help your clients <laughs> under, overcome those types of fears? Well, um, I'll talk about Maya Angelou, who 
would look at that yellow legal pad and say, oh, they're going to find out now. They're going to see what a fraud I am. Oh, my gosh. And, and I always go back to, if she could say that, we are in really good company. Yeah. And just break it up into smaller chunks. If, you know, I can't sit down for an hour now, well, sit down for 15 minutes. But keep showing up at the page. Well, there is that saying, you can only eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? So <laughs> yeah. if you've got you've got this huge project, well, that's a, there's a little bit of time management in there too, you know. Uh, don't let a deadline get to a deadline, you know, to have a yeah. little bit of time management skills in there. there there's, there's that. Um, but, you know, maybe incorporating some of the tips that you were saying before of getting that writing muscle, you know, in place and, and all of that. So that might that might help. Um, but, you know, when fear sets in, it can be deliberating. And so that's something that, you know, I think we all face that, you know, that people expect us to show up in a certain way. And maybe it's our own self criticism that's saying well this isn't good enough and so we we so when is when is the point where you get to a writing project and I'm not talking about journaling that's something a little bit different but when you get to the point where okay um, I need to say the end or hit that last period or exclamation point and hit send on you know uploading my blog post or whatever the case may be where would you say that is um when is it time to say this is the end (laughs) oh (laughs) um well one thing that i i would always advise is to keep your your reader in mind what you want them to walk away with and how you how are you going to keep them engaged? Um, a blog post is designed to be short, and if you find that it's getting to be 900 words, then you've already written an article, and you could have had three blogs. So, to know when is when is at the end is to keep your reader in mind and what you want them to absorb from it. If you keep if you give them way too much, maybe they'll stop reading after the third paragraph because mm. they had their full. Right. Especially in blogging today. These are quick uh, tips, quick um, experiences. Um, so before we run out of time, though, Mary, I know you have a fabulous gift for our listeners today to help them in their writing process. So can you let us know about that? Well, I created a journal with some of my favorite uh, writing quotes and it's, and also uh, I recreated the little tips that I, I gave about planning, uh, writing down where you are and when you're writing and the date and the time so that it's a little journal to get you started in your five minutes a day. Very good. And then how do people find that gift? They can go to yourwritingmentor.com 
And, and then just fill in their just fill in their you know name and email I'm sure and then they just yes. start getting the yes. information. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So, well, I am certainly going to try it myself because I would like to get into a regular practice versus you know just just for business writing. I think it would be a nice a nice relief and release to. Uh, write from a very different perspective as well, which I'm sure my business writing would get better as well. So anyway, well, thank you for giving that gift um, for us. We're off to a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you my weekly tip on writing to boost your business with classical feng shui. We'll be right back. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network highly successful people know that timing is everything kathleen zamansky's time blazer business management system taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success the time blazer decodes ancient chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time whether it's about business career education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. Mary, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate carving that special moment for our listeners today. And we really appreciate having you. Oh, this is a delight to be here. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Mm, absolutely. And listeners, make sure you stop by to pick up Mary's free gift. This is a really wonderful gift that she guarantees that you'll be writing um, if you follow some of the steps that she outlined in the program today. And you can get that gift at yourwritingmentor.com. Now it's time for my weekly feng shui astrology and auspicious timing tip. Today, I'm going to talk about the importance of expressing yourself through writing and leveraging your content for visibility and credibility. So in our global economy, location truly really has less of an impact than it did three to five years ago. You could live anywhere and have an internet connection and you're good to go. So 
this is something that I really want you to think about on how to capitalize on this platform through your written and spoken word. So one of the smartest and cost-effective ways uh, a business owner can gain visibility is to create an exceptional content. It could be a blog, an article of some sort, so that you stand out amongst your competition and be heard above the noise. So here's the key. You know, you have to have exceptional content. So you you need to be creative on how you get your content out there. So, for example, every week I write a script for my radio program, which you're hearing right now, and that reaches a certain audience, right? So, But at the end of the program, like now, I have turned on my video camera. I've turned um, the camera you know, facing me, hit play, and the fourth segment of the show, I start recording my feng shui tip. So I do a quick, a quick couple of edits, and then I upload it to YouTube. A few days later, I leverage the same content with relatively little extra time, and I have my weekly feng shui Friday tip. Now, I plan to further leveraging that same content. I'm going to probably compile some of those tips together for an ebook and upload that to a different audience as well. So, my point is everyone, no matter what your business, needs a platform and an audience to build to sustain their customers' attention. So, how can classical feng shui help? I always look at person, space, and time. Now, the astrology of the person is that's the, the where I start, but I also look at the feng shui of the space, and I also would launch a podcast, especially the first time, or a, a blog or something like that, service or program, on a good day and time. And if it's a sequential thing, then you, you know that first day is the key to get it started. But let's talk about the astrology first. Now, you may want to follow along by looking at your own astrology chart, and you can download one at my um, my site at freebusinessastrology.com. Just enter in your birth information. So let's take a look at your chart. Now, if you have wood element in your chart, either yin or yang wood, which is a green color um, on, on my chart in the natal part of the chart, those are the four columns at the top of the chart that if you're using my coded five element astrology software, you're going to clearly see, you know, the green color, that means you have the wood element or the animals, tiger or rabbit, you're actually in luck because the wood element is the most creative element of the five elements. And the five elements are fire, earth, metal, wood, and water. But the wood element is the creativity one. So if you have it, you probably don't have a problem with your creativity. For those of you who don't have the wealth or the wood element in their chart, then go to the bottom of the astrology chart and look at your personal feng shui power directions and find that focus direction and face that direction. So for example, you're going to want to set your computer up in uh, that direction where you're actually, you know, facing your computer computer in that direction, whether it be west, northwest, whatever the direction is for you in that focus direction. And that's going to help you do a couple of things. One, it's going to help you get into that creative flow, especially if you don't know where to start writing or if you've got writer's block, but it's also going to help you with some discipline to get the thing done. So that's the key here is get it started and, and get moving with it. So now let's turn to the feng shui of the space. For the fastest results, I suggest using the annual feng feng shui dial. There's, there's a long-term feng shui and there's short-term, but we're going to use the annual dial to get you the quickest action. So we're currently in the fire monkey year and you want to use the most vibrant areas of your home and, or office to help support your writing efforts. Now, the best 
direction in 2016 for assistance for creativity and writing is in the northwest sector. And so it's in this area that your creativity will start to flow. Now, the annual fire monkey in the northwest sector is valid up until February 3rd. 2017 and then new annual directions are going to shift into the compass direction so it's only good for another two and a half months but why not capitalize on these right away in january i do my annual feng shui astrology talk and i help clients you know find out more about their personal energy and the feng shui of of the space and all of that so if you want more information about that you certainly can go to five elementsgroup.com forward slash event to attend that event either live or listen live stream but my last tip for you that i have today is to make sure that you launch your blog or your video blog your book your article uh, you know whatever you're going to be be doing and use the time blazer business management system which is based on the ancient wisdom of the chinese calendar now i'm going to give you access to the month at a glance portion of the time blazer for free and all you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash free month at a glance and that's all lowercase. So once you receive that calendar, again, this is color-coded. You look at either the green or yellow days and there, and look for some specific days to get, get you started. There's either an initiate, success, stable, or an open day. And you can either use this to electronically or physically push your content out into the world. By the way, again, like if you have this regular like blog post, which is highly recommended when you do something on a regular basis, you're touching your clients more often, you're more top of mind. You just need that one first good day to get you started. And then your blog now is going out with that energy of success for your subsequent blog post, which may or may not be on um, an auspicious day, but you want to get it started on a good day is my point. So there you have it. You use your astrology, feng shui of your space, and incorporate auspicious timing for a higher rate of productivity, creativity, and success to help you build your brand, because that's what we're trying to do here. Now, these classical feng shui support tools will help you with your writing process, but obviously there's a ton of resources out there that's going to actually help you with the writing of your content. That's not what I'm, I'm here to help you with. It's more the the energy of you know getting you into um, the flow. And then you, you're you going to learn those techniques from other coaches um, that will, will help you along the way on that. To, um, but you, you definitely want to use this other piece, which to me is like a competitive edge for your writing. Now, it's Thanksgiving week here, as I said earlier in the segment today in the United States, and it's my favorite holiday of all because it's all about gratitude and sharing a delicious meal with friends and family. And I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, all of my new friends out there. I don't even know who you are personally, but I know that you are listening. I looked at my Voice America stats this week, and I am I am truly touched by the diverse countries from around the world that... If it wasn't, you know, for this technology, I don't know if I would be able to reach out to you and you listen in to me. And I'm very grateful that you do that. And I do want to acknowledge some of my listeners from around the world. I'm just going to name a few of the countries that that it's all over the United States, Italy, Germany, Brazil, India, Colombia, Belgium, Russia, Denmark, China, uh, Madagascar, 
Kuwait, Iran, Morocco, Ecuador, Malaysia, Slovenia. There's just so many people that are listening to this content. And I'm really happy that I have touched your life enough that you would want to tune in for more. So with that said, let me gear my program to you as much as I can. So please reach out to me directly at Kathleen at fiveelementsgroup.com or leave a comment and let me know what you're receiving from the show. What content do you want to hear about? What guests did you like and why? And then, you know, what questions do you want answered about feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing? I'd love to hear from you and how you're incorporating this information into your week each all the information each week. And that's important. The premise of my show is not about only bringing you quality business leaders, but also bringing you up-to-date classical um, feng shui techniques that you can incorporate each and every week. So let's change the world together and have an opportunity to make this place a better um, one to live in. So thank you again for listening. Happy Thanksgiving with all of my heart from my heart to your home, and I look forward to seeing you next time on Illuminating Feng Shui. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. 